Hey everybody, NickerDwire back with you for the 10th inning. Before we get this video started, don't forget to click, share, and subscribe if you want to keep getting updates on the biggest stories going out in the NFL, personal opinions that I know we all have different feelings on, and just sports news in general. All right, let's get going. In this video, I will be talking about why you can't compare players from different eras when talking about the greatest player of all time. I know we all like to talk about the greatest of all time in every respective sport. Hockey is the only sport where you can't really make an argument that there's not a greatest of all time. Yeah, you have Gordie Howe. You have Mario Lemieux. But I think we all can say for sure Wayne Gretzky is the greatest of all time. In the other sports, it's not nearly as easy to say. In basketball, you have Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. In baseball, you have Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Mike Trout, Willie Mays. I could go on and on with baseball. And for football, it's even... For football, it's tough because there are so many different positions. Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Johnny Unitas, Jim Brown, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton. The list can go on and on. But I'm going to tell you why we can't compare eras when we're talking about sports. So, let's start off just in general why we can't do it. Because the game changed so much. I know that's not a reason for it, but the games ha games always evolve. That's the way of human nature. Games evolve. In the NFL, games have even evolved so much that passers are throwing more now than ever than they did even 10 years ago. 10 years ago, a great running back and a great quarterback were still needed to have success in the league. Now a great running back isn't as much of as, an, as important. You need a good running back, but do you need a great one? No, because it's a passing lead now. So, the games always evolve. We can't control that. And should that dictate how we measure the greatest of all time? No, it shouldn't, but it does. It does because what if... What if old players were allowed to throw that much? What if Johnny Unitas was allowed to throw that much? What if Bart Starr were allowed to throw that much? Heck, what if even Joe Montana was allowed to throw that much with the greatest wide receiver of all time in Jerry Rice? We don't know how the games would have changed. In baseball, there were so many errors to talk about, but specifically dead ball and live ball era. In dead ball era, you have one of the greatest hitters of all time in Ty Cobb. Now, when Babe Ruth came along, he changed the game. He wanted home runs. He didn't care about going station to station on the bases. He went for the big daddy almost all the time. Yeah, he was a great hitter, no doubt about that, but he went for the big daddy. Now, the largest argument I always hear with baseball when talking about them is, oh, well, pitchers didn't even throw 90 miles an hour on the regular. It doesn't matter. This is what we talked about. Games change. Games evolve. Pitchers get bigger, stronger, faster. Hitters get bigger, stronger, faster. The games change. As we look at it now, there are more strikeouts in the MLB than there have ever been before. Consequently, there are more home runs in the MLB than ever before. Now, that's really not that much of a coincidence, knowing that games evolve. But... It's why you can't compare the games. 
with them changing so much, it's impossible to say who's who. Let's go to basketball, for example. Today in the NBA, you have big men going out to the three-point line to shoot. No one, if you're a true rebounder today, like Andre Drummond, DeAndre Jordan, you're not looked at one of the greatest players of today. That's just a fact. That's not looking at it saying, oh, you're a bad player. It just means you're not one of the greatest players. Now, back in the old day, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, rebounding was their number one thing. Obviously, they were great offensive players, but rebounding the ball was the most important thing. And back in that day, we didn't have a three-point line. They didn't have to go out there and shoot the ball. They were so dominant on the inside that it didn't matter. But again, look at the players they were playing. The game evolves. You had smaller guys. Wilt and Kareem were both freaks of nature in their time. Wilt was 7-1. Kareem was 7-2. They were going up against centers who were 6-10, 6-9, If you have a 2, 3, 4-inch height advantage, that does wonders for you. And I can't even say. So changing of the games and everything is one huge reason that you can't compare errors. Another, which this is my personal opinion and my favorite opinion. You can't say, oh, well, if Mike Trout played in Babe Ruth era, he would have had a 500 average, 50 home runs a year, blah, blah, blah. No, because you can't take someone who was going with all this training, everything, and put them back into that day. You have to make the players play in the time. That means there was no training back then. That means Mike Trout, take away the training. Take away all the training you've ever done because that's not what you would have done back then. And if it was, you're one of the, you're in the 0.0001% of the people who would have actually done that. They didn't train back then. They had other jobs. No one trained in the offseason like they do today. And then if you flip it, put Babe Ruth in today's game, oh, well, he wouldn't be nearly as good of a hitter. He wouldn't have home runs against these 100-mile-an-hour throwers. Why not? If you're putting Babe Ruth in today's game, give him all the advantages that people have in today's game. If you're putting Ty Cobb, Rogers Hornsby in today's game, you have to give them all the advantages that people would have of today. That means strength training, batting practice, on the regular, every single day in the offseason, during the regular season. They didn't have that. They have machines now that can throw 100 miles an hour. They didn't have that back then. Yeah, the pitchers couldn't throw back then, but if you gave Babe Ruth the same training regimen as Mike Trout in today's game, I'm sure Babe Ruth would still be a great player. And I I may be wrong about that, but it's one of the reasons you can't compare players from different eras. One of my favorite with this is Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain, okay, he was going up against smaller guys. Now, if you put LeBron James in Wilt Chamberlain's era, even Michael Jordan's era, he would dominate, right? Probably, he has some of the most God-given talent of all time. Yet, he still trains his butt off every single day. Now, take away the training. Would he still be one of the greatest? Again, probably, because he has so many natural abilities that just can't be taken out of the equation. But, 
you can't take away the aspect of training and the importance it has to a player. Now put Wilt Chamberlain in today's game. If you gave him everything that players have today, would he be one of the greatest? I can 100% say he would. You thought Shaq was one of the most dominant players ever? Wilt was the most dominant player ever. Okay, it doesn't matter the era he played in. If he had the training regimen of today, he was able to shoot free throws. He he worked on his shooting game. Defenders would have no idea what to do with him because he can shoot the ball. He can go in the paint at any point. You have to give players the same, the same experience that they had in both of these leagues. It's not a running league in the NFL anymore. So, would Jim Brown still be one of the best? Again, probably. Because if you gave him the opportunity to work out solely on football, I'm sure he would have no problem doing it. But that's not what they did back then. Players didn't train like they did today. That is one huge reason you can't compare eras. And I really don't like when people try to compare eras and not actually understand everything. because. When we go all-time teams for any sport and people put a lot of old-time players in there, oh, well, why are you putting the old-time players in there? They wouldn't do anything against these people. You have to think about what they wouldn't have had then versus what they would have today. They have the training. That's what they would have done. If they didn't do that, they'd be on the streets. They wouldn't be in the league. Back then, you didn't do it. If you did train You'd probably waste all your money, first of all. Would you be great? Yeah, but that's not what you did. If Ty Cobb was in the lean today, he trained for power. He was already one of the best players at not striking out due to his batting stance, due to his due to his swing, but he wouldn't be nearly as bad because you have to look, he would be training for more power. He'll be doing this. He would be such a stronger guy. He'd be faster. You can't compare eras when you're doing this. And it's one thing that just annoys me so much when talking about sports because people always try to compare eras, but they never actually compare eras fairly. They look at the greatest back then and say, well, there's no way they could compete with the guys today. Very true. They couldn't compete with the guys today if you don't give them the opportunity to. And the guys today, oh, well, they could go back and just kill in whatever league they're playing. Again, very true. But you have to make the players the same. If you didn't train back then, would you be as good? Probably not. And if they trained today, would they be better? Probably. So we can't do that. It's not fair when doing that. Imagine this. Imagine Willie Mays or Joe Montana or... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, if they trained in the same way that all those sports did today, how good could those players be? They would be so good in each of their respective games, it'd be unthinkable. If you went with the evolution of the game, how good they could be. They would be unstoppable. You just have to think about it. Think about it logically when you're comparing eras. Because if you're just comparing eras as in the players themselves, you're comparing them wrong. You can't do anything about it. You have to compare them right if you're going to compare them. I'm not on I'm not on here right now to give you my greatest of all time in anything. But when you look about when you look at the greatest of all time, think about that. Think about 
how you actually compare them. If you're just comparing, well, Ty Cobb isn't the player Mike Trout is, of course he's not. But give Ty Cobb the same training regimen, everything that Mike Trout has the advantage of having today, and it might be closer than you think. You never know. So, if you if you disagree with me, let me know in the comments. Especially let me know what you think on this because I think you can't compare people in different eras without giving them the same advantages slash disadvantages that they had in their own time versus today. It's just impossible. But if you have a different thought on this, let me know. It's a very interesting topic. Not really one that gets talked about a lot, but it's an interesting topic nonetheless. For the 10th inning, Nick Dwyer, see ya.